Good afternoon. You're watching ABS-CBN special coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Michelle Long. The Philippine government will begin the expanded COVID-19 testing across the country today. The health department says laboratory technicians, volunteer medics and other resources are ready for the mass testing. The agency says people with symptoms, the elderly who are vulnerable to the illness and health workers will undergo tests. But the health department admits it does not have enough resources yet to include those without symptoms in the mass testing. As of April 12, the government has conducted more than 38,000 tests. Of that number, nearly 5,000 patients tested positive for the novel coronavirus disease. The Philippine Social Welfare and Development Department says it has already released a total of 50 billion pesos worth of cash aid to various local government units. Of that amount, 12.4 billion pesos was given to Metro Manila. The biggest bulk went to Quezon City with over 3 billion pesos, while the city of Manila received more than 1.4 billion pesos. The agency says mayors can appeal for additional funding for families that are not covered in the 200 billion peso social amelioration program. We have to submit to the office of the BSWD NCR the list that were not included in the allocations of DSWD to their city. At, uh, once we receive that, uh, we will endorse that favorably to the, our economic monitors uh, for inclusion into the list and allocations of additional funding. President Duterte has also vowed financial aid for families that were not included in the initial list of beneficiaries. We will start giving the aid to those who are not in the list. This uh, WD, and again, magpinch uh, hit ang DILG to help in the, or you divide the territory, yung iba, DILG, yung iba, this WD, yung mga tao na hindi nasale sa listahan. The Philippine Task Force on COVID-19 reiterates its call for public cooperation with the enhanced community quarantine to facilitate the country's recovery from the impact of COVID-19. Task Force spokesperson Philippine Cabinet Secretary Carlo Nogales made that call following reports some residents were relaxing social distancing protocols, mass gathering and engaging in cockfighting amid the lockdown. The call comes a day after President Duterte submitted his third weekly report on the government's COVID-19 response to Congress detailing ongoing efforts, including the social amelioration program. Nogales earlier said the president approved the finance department's proposal to assist middle-income workers with a 5,000 to 8,000 peso subsidy. The first tranche is set to be released in the first half of May. We all want life to go back to normal. This, however, will only be possible if we all remain vigilant and continue to take the necessary precautions to prevent the virus from spreading. The private sector in discussions with the Philippine government for the gradual return of business operations as the country attempts to recover 
from the effects of COVID-19. The Philippine Chamber of Commerce and Industry says modifications on the enhanced community quarantine will depend on results of mass testing to indicate the extent of infections. The PCCI reports the finance department has allocated a portion of the 275 billion peso budget for COVID-19 response for micro, small and medium employees affected by the month-long lockdown. Will be given a certain amount of funding. Ang amount is between 35 billion to I think 80 billion. Pero isang magandang mensahe ni Secretary Sanjay Dominguez. Sabi niya, financially ang kubiano nakahanda hanggang May. So that is good news. Hopefully na hindi dapat na hindi kailangan magsenatin ng ICU, pero there's a gradual normalization. Ito depende sa mga testing na na aplano ng kubiano. With the private sector and with the barangay. Kung maganda naman ang takbo, nakira natin na we are flattening the curves. Then it gives us the confidence, no? It gives us the confidence, both public, government, to start gradually doing some initial stage of having some of reviving some business operation. Global COVID-19 cases breached the 2 million mark. In the latest Johns Hopkins University tally, coronavirus infections around the world are now at over 2 million and 19,000. The U.S. has the most number of cases at over 682,000, followed by Spain with more than 170,000. The death toll, meanwhile, is now at 119,483 while recoveries are at over 448,000. It took less than two weeks for the cases to double. The World Health Organization warns COVID-19 control measures must be lifted slowly. It adds tactical public health measures need to be in place, including significant capacity for contact tracing. Evidence from several countries is giving us a clearer picture about this virus how it behaves, how to stop it, and how to treat it. In other words, the way down is much slower than the way up. That means control measures must be lifted slowly and with control. It cannot happen all at once. The International Monetary Fund will provide debt relief to member countries as they battle the COVID-19 pandemic. The IMF says an initial $215 million under its Catastrophe Containment and Relief Trust, or CCRT, will be released to cover the country's debt service obligations for six months. This will allow member states to focus more financial resources on fighting the deadly disease. The CCRT has about $500 million, and the IMF says it is working to raise that amount to $1.4 billion with the help of donor countries. The CCRT was also used to help nations affected by the Ebola outbreak back in 2014. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte calls for further cooperation among Southeast Asian nations in the fight against COVID-19. In his first briefing back as presidential spokesperson, Harry Roque said Duterte joined his fellow ASEAN leaders in a virtual meeting on Tuesday. 
There, the chief executive underscored the need to work together to produce essential resources like rice. Kinakailangan magkaroon po ng kooperasyon sa mga bansang ASEAN para doon po sa paggawa at manufacture ng mga healthcare systems at iba pang mga equipment na kinakailangan natin no, para labanan itong sakit na ito. No. Pangalawa po, kinakailangan magkaroon ng tulungan para magkaroon po ng uh, food security, lalong-lalo na yung supply ng uh, bigas para sa lahat po ng mamamayan ng ASEAN. Roque also thanked the president for his reappointment. The palace had said the move is due to the present crisis requiring a new tack in messaging. Roque stepped down as Duterte's spokesman in 2018 to run for senator, but he later withdrew his bid due to health reasons. I'm happy to be back and thank you to the president for this second opportunity to be of service to our people. The Philippine police ramp up their monitoring efforts in wet markets across Luzon to ensure proper physical distancing. Now, this is in compliance with the Interior and the Local Government Department's latest order to deploy more troops outside the wet markets. The PNP warns violators will be arrested. Binabalaan natin itong mga pasaway natin mga kababayan na kung kayo po ay mag-i-insist na pagiging pasaway, magsisisi kayo pag kayo na-aresto dahil kayo po ay makukulong at mag-iintay ng uh, kung kailan man kayo makakalabas. The PNP says the number of people arrested for violating enhanced community quarantine measures has now reached 111,000. It also monitored a 57% decline in crime rate across the Philippines since the lockdown began. The Philippines will not yet impose a nationwide lockdown as the country fights the COVID-19 pandemic. That's according to Philippine COVID-19 response chief Carlito Galvez Jr., who says the lockdown in Luzon won't be expanded to cover the Visayas and Mindanao regions. Nakikita namin ngayon uh, na magandang pag-implement pa, pag, uh, ng uh, tanatawag natin uh, community quarantine ng Mindanao at saka ng Visayas. Mm -hmm. I believe mm -hmm. na nakikita namin walang, walang possible possibilities na yung buong Mindanao or yung buong Visayas ilalockdown natin. Most of the country's COVID-19 cases are in Luzon, which is under lockdown until April 30th. Galvez says the Philippines still needs to test at least 15,000 people for possible COVID-19 infection. About five to 8,000 of them are in Metro Manila. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte says he may lift the lockdown in Luzon if the country gets an antibody treatment for the coronavirus disease. In a televised speech late Monday, Duterte claimed that a giant pharmaceutical company has already developed that kind of treatment. He did not name the company but said it will start selling the medicine by May. Kung meron na yan tapos makita ko na ginagamit ng taong, ililift ko. Total, kung magkasakit kayo, ma, ma, may antibodies naman tayo mabili. Ngayon, kung wala kang mabili, ah, problema mo na yan. Kasi tapos na yung, eh, I will uh, lift the, the quarantine. 
The Philippine General Hospital has begun plasma therapy for some of its severe COVID-19 cases. Now, this form of treatment works by transfusing blood plasma from patients who have recovered and developed antibodies against the disease. The PGH is now appealing to Filipinos who have recovered from the coronavirus disease to donate their blood plasma. But the health department warns this therapy needs more study. Experimental or investigational pa lang po ang treatment na ito. Hindi sigurado na magiging epektibo sila. Kailangan din maipaliwanag ang posibleng side effects na maidudulot nito. If this will be like an effective treatment to help our kababayan, uh, I encourage every hospital to do it. Plasma therapy is still being tested as a COVID-19 treatment in other countries, but it's well recommended by experts visiting from China. Two new experimental COVID-19 vaccines to enter clinical trial in China, according to state media. The vaccines were developed by the Wuhan Institute of Biological Products, an affiliate of state-owned China National Pharmaceutical Group and a unit of NASDAQ-listed Sinovac Biotech in Beijing. Clinical trial of another vaccine developed by China's Academy of Military Medical Sciences and Hong Kong-listed biotech firm began last month. The U.S. and other states are also doubling efforts to come up with a vaccine as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to rage around the world. The International Labor Organization estimates almost 200 million people all over the world may have already lost their jobs this quarter due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The ILO estimates some 6.7% of all working hours globally have been lost in the April to June period. And this translates to 195 million full-time workers who may lose income or want to work more but cannot under current conditions. ILO labor economist Christian Villahan says it's important to look at where jobs were lost and who have lost incomes so that programs can cater to those who need help the most. Policies to, to basically counter the, the effects, the negative economic effects mm -hmm. and social mm -hmm. effects uh, should be based on four pillars. So pillar one is basically to stimulate economy and uh, employment. So that's about the monetary policy, that's about fiscal stimulus, that's also about uh, the support of certain sectors of need. Then the second pillar is uh, really about supporting enterprises, jobs and incomes. So here um, social protection plays a huge role. So to extend social protection ideally to all workers, including mm -hmm. those in the informal economy and also helping enterprises to keep their workers. And then three, basically workers that uh, will go to their workplace, they should be obviously protected from mm -hmm. contracting COVID. So there needs to be some, some measures in place. And what is very, very important, because uh, this is really an unprecedented crisis and it really requires a joint response. Um, it is very important to look uh, for solutions in social dialogue. So mm -hmm. in uh, collaboration with employer and worker associations, because uh, only jointly actually um, adequate measures are going to be to be found. Now, the Asian Development Bank triples its COVID-19 aid package to nearly $20 billion. That's as more governments and companies in the Asia-Pacific region need funds to fight the health and economic impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic. The funds, which were initially 
$6.5 billion will be available to ADB's 67 member countries. This means the Philippine government may get access to more financing as it looks for ways to fund its efforts against the spread of COVID-19. The Philippines has already received a $3 million grant from the lender back in mid-March. ADB President Masatsugu Asakawa says the aid will be delivered more quickly, flexibly, and forcefully to those who will need it. And that will do it for the show. I'm Michelle Long. Keep it here for ABS-CBN special coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you for watching.